Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Why there was such a pushback in Boston, too. I think Boston's an interesting story. So anyway, all of that's still to come. This issue of raw milk, and we've talked about it before. My, my basic principle here is I don't drink raw milk. I prefer pasteurized, personally. I think there's some benefit to pasteurization. But there are people who prefer raw milk. And while there may be some risk, uh, I think it's uh, something that, that people can assess for themselves. And there are a great many people who do drink raw milk, maybe have done so all their lives, and have not got sick, are not dead, seem to be okay. But the weird thing is, even if we perceive raw milk to be dangerous, there's no law against consuming it. If you own a cow, if you're a dairy farmer, you can drink all the raw milk you want. You want to bring your family to the dinner table, you can serve them all raw milk. You want to bring your friends over, you can serve them raw milk too. But once you sell it, well, now you're in some trouble. Even though chefs can cook with raw milk, you can make cheese with raw milk, and you can sell that. The catch has to be that you own a cow, then it's okay to drink that cow's raw milk. What if a bunch of people get together and own a cow together, pool their money, buy a cow? Well, some dairy farmers have started doing that, known as cow share. So you own a part of the cow, you can come drink that milk from your cow whenever you want. You're not actually buying and selling the milk. Uh, The law, the man, authorities, though, view that as kind of a a loophole. And not a legitimate loophole either. So uh, Michael Schmidt is one Ontario farmer who's been through this. In fact, it went all the way almost to the Supreme Court. They refused to hear his appeal back in 2014. Uh, The latest is another Ontario farmer. Michael Ilgert is his name. He's been running a cow share arrangement at his farm near Golden Lake, Ontario, since May of 2010. Yesterday, however, he was before the Health Services Appeal and Review Board uh, after the Ontario government attempted to shut him down. So joining us to talk more about his plight in this whole issue, Michael Ilgert joins us. Michael, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. I appreciate the time. Thank you. All right. Well, well, tell us a bit more about your story and how you found yourself in hot water here. Well, I've, I've been running a uh, what's called a private cow share program arrangement um, where uh, people pay for a part of a cow and they, uh, they're able to get milk out of it at, at the end. Um, and I've been doing this for a, a few years. And uh, the local Renfrew County Health Board came to me uh, recently and said there's been a complaint about your milk and we want you to shut down. And I asked, please explain about the milk. What, what, what are you talking about? And they wouldn't give me the information. I asked it several times. They said, no, and they gave me an order to cease and desist. And I said, well, I'm not going to, uh, especially without information on what, uh, what what's the problem. Mm-hmm. So I was forced to appeal the cease and desist order, and I ended up with a hearing yesterday in Ottawa, 
And um, do you want me to go into details? Of- well, what's happened? What what happened yesterday then? Well, the uh, the whole complaint starts out of it's it's really an unbelievable story. Um, they said uh, yesterday at uh, on September twenty eighth, twenty sixteen that they received an anonymous phone call about an anonymous mother who had an anonymous three-month-old child that may have gotten some bloody diarrhea, may or may not, from drinking raw milk. So there's a lot of issues there. Most of them have nothing to do with me. Um, at the hearing we my lawyer and myself we asked them okay so did you investigate did you go to this person's home and and see if this was true no did you get a sample of the milk to test and she said test for what i said well test it for pathogenic bacteria Mm -hmm. oh did you um notify your senior uh health doctor of your of your health unit that this may be uh this may be some kind of outbreak or something and she said no did you announce a medical advisory no so they did i asked who's the name of this mother that gave up raw milk to a three-month-old baby no name i said you realize that this is unbelievable because no mother gives cow's milk to a three-month-old right it's it's not advisable in anyone, pasteurized or non-pasteurized. Oh, uh, did you do a proper investigation? No. Did you inform the farmer, which is me? No. Did you come to the farmers and test their milk? No. It it, it shows the incredible incompetence of this public health official to do really no proper investigation, uh, make up an unbelievable story, and then tell me to close my farm down with no evidence against me. Now, this is odd. So, so you, you've had the CalShare program since 2010, right? Yes. And you've had health officials come out and inspect your farm before, correct? Uh, no, I just talked to one on the phone a few years ago. Okay. Uh, she, she asked about what I'm doing. It was from the same office. And and basically, I said uh, the issue is illegal limbo, but the cow share program is is very common in the United States and and also becoming more common in Canada. And we basically agreed on on five conditions, uh, all of which I was actually doing already. Uh, number one is that uh, we keep everything as clean as possible, you know, right from the cow to the bottle, uh, all the way through. Uh, secondly, is the no third-party sales. It's a direct farmer-to-consumer sale. Uh, another one is that uh, we make sure the consumer is well-informed that this is, in fact, uh, raw whole milk, uh, not pasteurized milk. Uh, we keep uh, the names and contact information of every buyer. And the fifth one she requested, and I was happy to agree, she said no sale of milk or offer of milk in any public building. And I said, fine. And she said, under those conditions, go ahead. And then I heard nothing for uh, four or five years. 
Wow. So now they come to me with a, a bogus complaint. Uh, so I don't know who's behind all this. So the concept of the cow share is that uh, people own the cow. They're not necessarily buying the milk because uh, it's obviously legal to, to drink raw milk that comes from a cow that, that you yourself own, right? Yes, yes. And so and, you'd been uh, doing that for years and there wasn't an issue? No, and I've had no... Nobody told me they got sick from it in uh, all these years. Now, this and, was similar to what Michael Schmidt was doing, right? Yep, yep. And he was uh, he was convicted under the um, it was uh, the Health Protection and Promotion yeah. Act. Yeah. Uh, in uh, in uh, January twenty first, twenty ten, the Justice of the Peace, Paul Kowarski, uh, said he could continue under the same conditions like I've just mentioned, and that was eventually appealed by Ontario government. And then he was convicted later uh, by the Ontario government again. And then he appealed to a higher court. And uh, uh, I think he tried to get to the Supreme Court, and they wouldn't hear it, hear about it. But they allowed him to continue uh, doing what he was doing for years. Mm-hmm. And, and now they, uh, about a little over a year ago, they raided him again after four and a half years of nothing. Uh, so I, I, I can't get a clear answer from anyone uh, if we're part of the Health Protection Act or not, if we're allowable by the government or not. No one seems to have a real answer. Uh, they, they say no, they say it's illegal, but, well, it's illegal. Michael Smith's been doing this for 24 years, and he's still doing it today. What do you mean it's illegal? Right. And um, uh, you're... And no one's gotten sick in 24 years. So let's move forward and let's, let's get some dialogue going. Let's be a little bit proactive. But the, the, the health officials, they seem to have their head in the sand. And this was, uh, I noticed this yesterday at the hearing. Uh, th- their own lawyer asked the two health inspectors, what does raw milk mean to you? And each one said, health hazard, no one should drink it. Health hazard, no one should drink it. And the people like me and others have been drinking raw milk for decades were like, do you have a clue what you're talking about? Well, it's you legal know? It's legal to consume anyway, right? I mean, we're talking about rules around the sale of raw milk, but it's entirely legal for you or anybody else to consume it. Right? Yes, yes. And, and farmers and hobby farmers are doing it all over Canada and the U.S. And chefs cook with it, right? Yes. Uh, cheese made from raw milk... I, I believe is allowed to be sold in Canada, correct? Yes, there's several raw cheese uh, factories in province of Quebec. Yeah, and they're available in uh, every health food store in Canada in Ontario here. So it seems so to me that our, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not one who consumes raw milk personally, but it certainly seems like our, our laws around this don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, like I, I asked the health inspector, so why is it such a health hazard? And she says, well, it's got bacteria on it, and, and some people have become sick. And I said, well, how is that different from any other food? you trying to tell me no one gets sick from processed meat or, uh, or other food products that are in the grocery store? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's, it's demonized for some reason, but 
Uh, I think it has nothing to do with health. I'm, I'm told it's uh, politics of money. Uh, maybe. So in, in the meantime, then, in the meantime, you're, you're not allowed to provide anybody with any milk? Uh, I'm going to continue what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, what, what happens next for you here? Uh, well, the uh, Health and Services Appeal Board uh, said they may need up to two months to make a ruling on this hearing yesterday. Uh, they may throw it out or they may charge me with something. Um, and then we decide to go from there. Um, basically, uh, my view is uh, the Health Protection Act of 1990, or the Milk Act as they call it, is very highly flawed, highly outdated. Uh, it needs some major amendments. Um and the uh, the policy of Health Canada through uh, Health Ontario, all the problems is basically that raw milk is a uh, uh, inherently dangerous to human health, especially seniors, children, and pregnant mothers. And I say, okay, well, where's the bodies? Show me the autopsies. Show me the lab tests. And and the the truth is. In the past 45 years in Canada, we have a total of zero people that have died from drinking raw milk. So how can they? How can that be their policy? Now, a few people have, have become sick. Sure, I mean, you could become sick. I become sick from McDonald's every time I go there. So <laughs> there's got to be more to it than that. Um, in the meantime, like my buddy Michael Schmidt says, Every hour, 10 people in Canada die from tobacco. Uh, totally legal everywhere. Right. We'll see how this all plays out. Hopefully, we'll, we'll figure out a way to, to properly regulate all of this. Uh, Mike, all the best to you, uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, an opportunity to talk again down the road. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. All right. There you go. That's uh, Ontario Dairy former Mike Ilgert. Uh, listen, we got to take a break here. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.